right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean, the Irishman King. Oh, top of the morning to you, laddies. <laughs> you know, we just passed, we just passed up St. Patrick's Day. We did just pass up. We St. did. Patrick's I didn't Day. do. I didn't do a thing. No, not one thing for it. Nope. No corned beef and cabbage. No corned beef and cabbage. What? I don't even think I used the brogue on that day. What kind of Irishman are you? Look, the world is ending. That, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> This this coronavirus pandemic is crazy, but look, I don't even want to talk about that much, to be honest, because everywhere else is talking about it. Yeah, that's true. All I want to say is, you know, for all of our listeners, all all twelve of you, you know, um, our thoughts are with you. We hope that you and your family, you know, stay safe and healthy, and you know, just just stay in the house and listen to us. Listen to our soothing voices. Do you think one day our kids will listen to us and they're gonna hear us talking about the coronavirus? Maybe. I'd hope so, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if I hope so. I feel like they will when they're, like, really old. Yeah. Do do podcasts just kind of linger around forever? Is that something you go back to? The subscription, they might disappear. We have to download them all ourselves. That's true. That's key. Is it something you go back to? You know what I mean? Look, is it... It's not like reading an old comic book. It's like, do I want to go back and listen to this podcast episode that reviewed Avengers Infinity War fucking 20 years from now? I don't think the average person would go back. Mm. But like, I remember listening to an old recording of my grandma singing. And I feel like this is comparable. Like, you're not going to find any old... Well, you might, but probably not. You're not going to find much of me singing. There's, There's a lot of us singing in this podcast. Huh? There is a lot of us singing. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, by the time we're grandparents, our grandchildren be like, man, what's a podcast? Because it's going to be something different by then. Yeah, definitely. And then they might listen to us. Fair enough. Okay. And some type of crazy technology that will exist then. I know, right? That... We can't even fathom right now. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. I was just thinking, like, what, what, what will it be? How will they listen to things in the future? It'll just be beamed right directly into your brain. Just, yeah, no device, no device, no nothing. Just, I'll take a picture of us and do like a hologram, and it would be like we're actually speaking it. Craziness, craziness, craziness. What the future may hold. I mean, look, we might not have a future. We might all die from this virus. On a positive note, though. <laughs> Uh, what are we here to talk about today? Well, first, I feel we got a little bit of news. Do Not we? a whole lot, but we have seen a bat suit and a Batmobile. That's true. Didn't we talk about the bat suit? We didn't. I don't think we did. We talked about it. Did we talk about it on here? Not, not on here. We talked about it, but we're not okay. doing it on here. So it's a little old at this point. It's a smidge. So is, I guess, kind of the Batmobile at this point, too. We're a little behind. We're a little behind. We were supposed to do a, a review of Bloodshot last week, but because of everything getting kind of shut down and locked down, we didn't get a chance to see it. But it looks like we're gonna the movie studios are going to start doing video on demand, which is great because I've been wanting that for a long time. Like sometimes it's it it's not about paying the money to go to a movie theater for me. Sometimes I just don't want to have to leave my house. I just want to be able to just. Sit in my own room. I'm in disagreement with you. In my own bed. There's other movies for that. Watch the movie. I feel like going to the movies is a bit of an activity that I very much enjoy. I enjoy it too. I don't disagree with you. And there will absolutely be movies that I will still go to the theaters to see. Like Avengers Endgame, I wouldn't want to just watch that in my house. I want to go to the theater to see that. But, you know, some of these smaller movies, it's like, I don't, I don't need to go to the theater to see it. <laughs> I didn't need to go to the theater to see Hellboy. Yeah, I no, fuck no. Oh. It would have been way more bearable. Think about how much more bearable <laughs> it would have been at home. I don't even think we would have watched it. Probably not. We I probably would have turned fun. that shit off, yeah. 
I could easily just hit this power button right now. Yeah, I could just I, I could, could flip it to something. I different. could literally watch anything else right now. <laughs> there are thousands of other options at my fingertips. You pay ten dollars. Rent- I I'll pay another ten dollars not to watch it though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. You sent me an article earlier today that's saying that Bloodshot was going to get an early digital release next week? The 24th. So that's Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday. So we should have a review of it up next week. Unless it's terrible. We decide to pay another $20 a terrible. (laughs) That's true. No, Sean. Either (laughs) way, we're going to get a review up. Even if it's us talking about half of the movie and then how we pay $20 (laughs) to not see the other half. It's gonna happen one way or the other. Uh, All right, the bat suit. What'd you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. I mean, it's not my favorite live action bat suit. I need to see it in motion. I think that's what it is. Yeah. That little just like test video that they did, like it to me, it looked a bit big and clunky. Like it looked, it it's definitely not as sleek as the Ben Affleck bat suit. But it also it but it looked a bit clunkier than Christian Bale's bat suit, so it was just I don't know. Somewhere in between. I actually didn't like Christian Bale's bat suit. I didn't mind it. I, didn't mind I hated it, it in the first movie, and he couldn't turn his head. Yeah, but that's like with every Batman movie, though. Ben Affleck was turning his head. I think he's the first one to do it in the first suit. Mm-hmm. Every other Batman has not been able to turn their head. Yeah, but we don't even count those old movies. We just lost a bunch of listeners. I mean, those movies were great. <laughs> no, they weren't. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. I mean, hey, look, the first one with that 1989 Joker is Batman. Nice classic. It's a classic. Everything else, shit. Anyway, yeah, I, it's fine. I mean, you know, there's the theory that the bat symbol is the gun, is a gun, or whatever. Sure. I could buy that. I feel like you got to fully explain that theory. You can't just Do say it's a gun and then move on. All right, explain it. So the, the idea behind it is it's the gun that was used to kill Batman's parents. It's now yeah. the bat symbol. So if you take a look at the picture of it, guys, it looks a little off. It looks like it's more kind of like metalish. That's why. That's the theory, at least. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. you know, I uh, I didn't mind the suit either. I, didn't, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, yeah. It looks very much like, like the Arkham Knight, uh, the Arkham Arkham series video games bat suit. Right, that's what it looked like to me. It seemed just kind of basic to me. Yeah, just like the Batmobile, and I feel like that's that's what they're going for. It's not fancy yet. Right, just kind of basic. It's a brand new Batman. Yeah, this new is a younger Batman. This is like a year one Batman. So yeah, it makes sense. Like that Batmobile just seemed like. I think like we always say that people don't know what year one really means. We're not saying. Oh. It was a it was a comic book, Batman Year One. Like that was the name of it. It was also a movie. Correct. Well, right. the movie was based off of the comic book. Right. Yeah. It's just there's a comic book called Batman Year One, where it's just like Batman's first year as Batman. Yeah. And he like, <laughs> there's a moment in the comics where he like goes to grapple a building and he like falls in midair, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Because he's just a young, inexperienced Batman. But he also beats up an entire SWAT team. So that's pretty cool, too. Maybe we'll see that in this movie. That'd be nice, right? Right. Yeah, it'd be pretty legit. I like it. I'd enjoy that. Uh, Other news. Did you hear that the Black Widow movie's been postponed? Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. To a a date that's not disclosed yet. What? Yeah, a little sad. And that's the other thing that came up. We did get the last trailer arguably made me the most excited for this movie. Yeah, it looked pretty pretty damn good. The whole uh the whole taskmaster in action in that preview and you could tell him copying like different Avengers like abilities. Yeah. Or skills, I should say. Made me super excited. I mean we saw Black Panther, yeah, we, we saw, saw Black Panther, we saw Hawkeye, Hawkeye, we saw Captain a little bit of Captain America there. Um Someone even said that that the scene where they're like falling out of the plane or whatever, his motions were very similar to like Iron Man when he flies through the skies, like stuff like that. So awesome. Yeah. Very interesting. Oh, you know what? The other thing we got was we have a Christian Bale as the confirmed villain for Thor four. Yeah. 
It's very true. Yeah. Have they said, I haven't seen, have they said what villain he's playing? Nope. We don't know who he's going to be playing, but we do know he will be playing the villain. I can't think of who he could be playing. Yeah, I can't either. Honestly. Um, still exciting, nonetheless, though. Christian Bale crossing over to the MCU. Right. Cool stuff, right? You think he'll talk in that deep voice? No, I I hope not. God, I hope not. <laughs> I, I hope he's a good villain. Like, I hope that... I would imagine that Marvel brought him on with the intention that they were going to create another memorable villain. That we weren't just going to get another throwaway villain like so many other Marvel movies. Right. And I mean, they, they got to bring a little bit of star power for these next upcoming villains just because Thanos was so big, you know, like. It's it's hard to go back to just these villains that don't mean anything or don't carry any weight. Right. So, yeah. Trying to end the world? Well, I just saved the whole galaxy, so... The whole fucking universe. It's like, yeah. Fought a guy with Infinity Stones. Not really threatened by ya. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Black Widow movie's kind of taken for lack of a better word, a cheap route by doing like the, this is before the events of infinity war and Endgame and all that stuff. Taskmaster still seems like he's going to be a good villain or she we'll see. Right. It's true. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Curious to see who, who Christian Bale is going to play and what the, what the title means is, is Thor love and thunder. There's rumors that Jane Foster is going to be Thor. Or did they confirm that? I think that's confirmed. I think that, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's confirmed. So that's crazy. So yeah, just uh, very curious to see who this villain's going to be, man. And it's it's directed by the same person that directed Ragnarok. Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's the one who pitched the movie idea. Like, he came to them and was like, I got an idea for another Thor movie. In case you guys are interested. Keep it going. Yeah. Here it is. And, uh... You know, Chris Hemsworth was like, yeah, fuck, let's do it. Right. I guess he signed another smaller contract that was just like, yeah, I'll do one more. Why not? Maybe I'll keep going. Who knows? They got what's a face? What's Thor will be the next fast Jodie Foster, right? What? What's her name? Jane Foster. Yeah, what's her name in real? Natalie Natalie Portman. There we go. Couldn't think of her name. She's also in No Strings Attached. Is she in that movie? With Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. It's not I a like bad movie. movie. No. <laughs> it's solid. It's very similar to Friends with Benefits, though. Have uh, you seen that one? Exact same movie. With uh, Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. Yep. Who's the hotter couple? Damn, that's tough. <laughs> I don't know. If you had to have no strings attached or be friends with benefits with either Natalie Portman or Mila Kunis, who are you choosing? This is a weird turn we just stuck. Yeah, it is. Well, we're going for it. Mila. Mila Kunis all day. Absolutely. I don't know if I feel about as strongly as you do. No, I definitely There's something not. about Natalie Portman. No, I, I feel very strongly. Mila Kunis any day of the week. I'm not saying I'm not saying Natalie Portman isn't attractive, but definitely Mila, Mila Kunis. Easy. Okay. All right. Brings us to our main topic of the day. <laughs> There's no segue from that. It's just we're just gonna jump into it. I usually try to set up a good segue. I know but that one, that one didn't. I don't have one for that. It's just Mila Kunis is hot. <laughs> That's what it is. Um. So yeah. So today, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? We're, we're talking, talking about, about characters correct. that deserve to be in live action movies. Right. That have not been already so we took tv shows into consideration so they also haven't been in live action tv any shows. live action form period is kind of what we went i mean we we're with the mcu being so expansive now and other movie studios trying to jump on the bandwagon of starting like their own superhero universe right we 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 got we're get, we got a bloodshot movie which is not even a marvel or dc property 
we're getting way more obscure characters than we ever did. We're getting the Eternals. We got Guardians of the Galaxy. Even DC is venturing out of their top three, their big three like they normally do. Uh, we got an Aquaman movie. We got a Shazam movie. We just had the Birds of Prey movie, which you already know our feelings about that. If you don't know, go watch our, go listen to our last episode where we reviewed it. But you know they're 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 trying to think outside the box. They're trying to give us more. And some of the announcements that Marvel made with we finally getting a Moon Knight series, a She-Hulk series. Uh, DC is even doing some crazy stuff. Like they're talking about doing the um. What are the creatures from Aquaman? The deep? Yeah, I don't even know. The the, like the trench, I think. The trenchers. The trench creatures from I actually completely forgot about this. Yeah, no, it's it's a thing. Like they're making a movie about the trench creatures from Aquaman. It's strange. It is very strange. They make DC just makes strange movie choices. Their they do. their TV shows and their cartoons and their cartoon movies are pretty on point. They are pretty on point. I mean, we we still intend to do at one point a crisis on infinite earths, but I mean the connections that they made, I, I would argue that it's almost as impressive as combining all the movies that Marvel did, DC did in a TV show, and that was like crazy impressive how they put it all together. Mm, fair enough. But anyways, okay. continue. Yeah, so that's where we are, man. So we're gonna talk about some characters we feel as though they should get their own. Since we we live in a world now where superhero movies are kind of a norm and people are more open to, to different characters and different things and it's not just you don't just have to do a Batman movie or a Superman movie or a Spider-Man movie. Like we we're getting B list, C list, D list characters who are starring in their own films and doing a good job at it and really paving the way. So uh we wanted to just kinda give you guys some some characters that we think should be considered and possibly adapted into into movies. So, uh, as kind of usual, we'd, we kind of split this up into DC and Marvel. That's our thing. Sean's taking the DC side of things, as usual. I'm taking the Marvel side yeah, of things. change it up the next episode just for funsies. We can. Why not? Shake it up. We'll shake a <laughs> Doing a little shoulder movement there. All right, Sean, who you got? Give me, give me first up on your list. So my Ooh. list is not. I don't know if you put yours in a particular order. I didn't. Yeah. I just have five characters, and I'm really in any. Yeah, particular I didn't put order. mine in any particular order either. First up, Aqualad. Okay, why? We just got an Aquaman movie, right? I think Aqualad is a more interesting character, just on the than fact Aquaman? than Aquaman. Okay, because. And there's this two versions of so this Calder Ram, um, which you might be familiar if anybody of our listeners ever watched Young Justice. And then there is uh, Jackson Hyde, similar and different. Uh, Jackson grew up actually uh, not in Atlantis, where Calder Ram grew up as a warrior in Atlantis. I like Calder Ram a little bit better, but they both are the same in the fact that their dad is uh, Black Manta, and I think that's what oh, makes really? them. Yeah, that's crazy. You know that? No, I didn't know that. I didn't even know there was a second Aqualad. Yeah. Well, there's just two versions. Oh, gotcha. Wait, what? There's two Are versions of different universes. Um, I think. Well, yeah, I think Calder Ram is typically just in Young Justice and Young Justice comic books, mm. where Jackson's in like the New Fifty Two and everything. Gotcha. So. Okay. They're almost the same character, but they're just slightly different. Slightly different. Okay. But both, yeah, both their dads, both um, versions, their dad is Black Manta. Um, and just that element added to him, I think, makes him a little bit more of an interesting character. And he has that kind of, like, struggle where, like, he wants to do good, but also, like, his dad is bad and, like, should he be bad? And um, Jackson had a little bit of different where his parents like made him stay away from the water and like fear of the water and everything. Cause they didn't want him to know that he was half Atlantean. And there's just mm. a lot of like cool elements of the character that I feel like it could be a very entertaining movie. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. What, what would you want to see them do differently from Aquaman? I would want them to explore 
the struggles he has with his dad being the main villain. Okay. And I think, I mean, I think Aquaman's still in this movie, but I, I would want Aqualad to kind of like be the main character of the movie. Gotcha. So you you want to see this in a universe where Black Manta is already well established as a villain. Correct. As an Aquaman villain. Yes. And then Aquaman is the one who's like training him. Yep. There's another movie that exists that's just like that. But I can't think of it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna think of it and I'm gonna get back to you. Fair enough. Alright. Okay, good choice. Little Aqualad. Alright. Let's see. Who did I who did I put on a me list? Um, I'm gonna say, look, I had a little bit of a struggle because throwing TV shows in the mix disqualified a lot of characters, like a lot more than I would have thought of. Yeah. Like you, I was going through my book, and I was like, no, this person was in this show, this person was in that show. Yeah, it's tough, man. They people look, they've really, they've really expanded. They've really taken some risk and done a lot of different things. There's the CW stuff and the DC universe both combined just did a crazy amount of characters. Yeah. Throwing in, you know, doom patrol and swamp thing. Swamp thing. Yeah. They definitely for a second. I was work. all excited. I was like, oh, I want to do a Martian Hunter. I'm like, no, he's like a major character in Supergirl. Oh yeah, he is. I was like, I'm not like every character. They've done Hawk girl. They've gone Hawk guy. Like all these characters. Yeah, man. Red Tornado was in Supergirl. Like, was he? Yeah. Crazy. All these characters. All right, anyways, Crazy. go ahead. Sorry. No, nah, it's all right. I'm glad yours was as challenging as mine was. So, uh, who do I want to start with? I'm going to start with this one. I'm going to start with Totally Awesome Hulk. So, Hulk. Totally awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Slash Amadeus Cho. So, so I mean... We, you know, they have that bit of a controversy around making a solo Hulk film because technically Universal, I'm pretty sure, still owns the rights to a solo Hulk film. So he can't have his own solo movie within the MCU. He has to be. Do they only own the rights to Bruce Banner? I don't know. Maybe because we're getting a She-Hulk show. Oh, yeah, I think it's just Bruce Banner and the so Hulk. So a totally awesome Hulk might be able to be done. Maybe, maybe. Um, but I know that, that Kevin Feige has gone on record saying that he doesn't have any interest in making a solo Hulk film because the Hulk doesn't really work well by himself, which I do understand unless they were going to do like a Planet Hulk film. But even that is not the Hulk by himself. He's still... Still an ensemble film. It's just not any of the main characters that we know. But I think if you were ever going to take the chance of doing a solo Hulk film, this would be the way to do it. So for people who don't know, recently in the comics, which when I say recently, I mean within like the last five to to ten years. I don't remember exactly when, when he started. But that's pretty recent for comic books, considering yeah. a lot of the comic book characters are you know, over 70 years old. Um, we got totally awesome Hulk, which is Amadeus Cho, who Amadeus Cho is, is a Marvel character. He's like a teenager, but he's like the sixth, I believe he's like the sixth smartest person in the world. Um, he has a crazy high intellect and he, he can calculate things very quickly in his head. Um, that's like his his main skill. So kind of like how like Captain America throws his shield and he's able to catch it. Uh, they say that he can do that because his mind can process like where it's going to go. Amadeus Show can kind of do that, but just with everything. So he's he's super smart. And because of that, he figured out a way to cure Bruce Banner of the Hulk. But he also took that he took basically took the hulk out of him and put him into himself and he was able to retain his intelligence even when he's in hulk form so it's it's a 
we've seen a smarter Hulk before, like in Avengers Endgame, but this is like like a truly brilliant Hulk, and he's a teenager. So you get kind of that mixture of, you know, the brute strength of the Hulk, the intelligence of like a Professor Hulk, like we saw in Endgame, but also you get that that kind of feeling that we got in Captain and Shazam of here's this teenager who is now this crazy powerful superhero. Right, so we, we kind of get a mixture of, of three different things, and I think that can make for a, a pretty cool, like, solo Hulk film. Man, right. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next I'm going to say, number two I actually want to say for last. So I'm going to go with John Stewart, Green Lantern. Yeah. He, he needs a movie. He needs a movie. He definitely needs <laughs> I don't even need to explain it. He just needs one. He needs a movie. Um, You know, he was in the... We had a Green Lantern movie, right, with Ryan Reynolds. Everybody hates it. True. Um, I hate it a little bit less than everybody. I feel like everybody's a little bit too sh- too hard on it, but whatever. I get that. That was Hal Gordon. I remember at the time... I remember liking it at the time of saying That's, it. Yeah, I remember that, too. And I haven't really watched it in, like since then so yeah. maybe if i rewatch it I think if you watch it, it again you'll you'll hate it just as much as everybody else you're like jeez this is um, awful but fun fact me, take a watiti's in there yeah yeah he's his, he plays his best friend huh yeah right wow yeah all right well interesting tidbit um yeah john stewart to me has always been a he's just uh, he's a cooler Green Lantern. I agree. Hal Gordon, I don't know. He's like the first Green Lantern, but he's not it's like cool. So I don't know. So I mean a little background on him. He was, you know, chosen by the Guardians like all the other Green Lanterns. He was in the Marines. Uh he was a he was a sniper in there. Um he was like supposed to be like kind of like a he grew up in Detroit, if I remember, and he was kinda of like a troubled youth. He was kinda of always getting into trouble and stuff and um the way he like, you know, bettered his life was joining the Marine Corps. And then he was chosen to be a um, a Green Lantern. Yeah. And he's African-American, which is great. Yeah. I was trying to, a little bit, I was going diverse. Yeah. I mean. So is Aqualad. True. True. I, yeah, I did. I did peep that. I guess I looked at it a little differently because he's like technically Atlantean. So there's. half Atlantean. Oh, look at that. You're right, because Black Mantis is, is his father. He's not Atlantean. So he's half black, yeah. half Atlantean. Look at that. Man, real diverse there, boy. Yep. That's what I call diversity. So far, we've we've only had Black Panther. Well, we had Blade, too. I'm not going to not give Blade <laughs> his credit. So we've had two superhero movies with African-American leads. That I mean, I think John Stewart Green Lantern movie would make a, a good addition to that, you know? That I think that's a good choice. Yeah. And he I that's the Green Lantern I grew up knowing. Like I didn't know how Jordan existed for a long time because I grew up just watching Justice League. And in Justice League, they went with John Stewart and not Hal Gordon. Yeah, they had John Stewart and they had Kyle Rayner. They didn't have Hal Gordon other than that like when the time thing was like falling apart. Yeah. For like a two second thing, but like Hal Gordon didn't even exist in that universe. Right. So, yeah, that that's that's the Green Lantern I know. That's Green Lantern I grew up with, and I always liked his character. He's you know he's he's a strong guy. So, I think that'd be a real good choice for a movie. And again, instead of just going the traditional route of his his Hal Gordon, let's let's do some. Yeah. Just create a universe where. I mean, how Jordan already exists, you know, he's already an existing Green Lantern, but he took off for space and like he had a bigger calling or whatever. And now they need a new guardian of Earth. And it just happens to be Jon Stewart. Sounds like a great movie to me. Yeah. Nice. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Next, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Beta Ray Bill. I think. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So for people who don't know who Beta Ray Bill is. Beta Ray Bill is a uh, a character, a horse face alien, who was <laughs> he's one of the only characters in Marvel Comics. 
I believe he might have been the first. I'm pretty sure he was the first. Pretty sure he was too. To be worthy of wielding Mjolnir. So he he's a def- he was like his his race was dying or on the verge of extinction. He was like the strongest of them. So he was a protector. Thor stumbled across their ship. Uh, he went to attack him. Him and Beta Ray Bill got into a tussle. Thor dropped his hammer. Beta Ray Bill was able to pick it up, gain the power of Thor, and then beat the shit out of Thor. And it was the first time it had ever happened. Epic. Yeah, crazy stuff. Uh, when Thor saw that he lifted his hammer, he was just like, I'm not going to keep fighting you. Like, you're the first other person I've ever seen other than like my dad pick up this hammer. Like you're worthy, which means like I have no reason to be fighting you. He took him back to Odin. Odin saw his worthiness. Uh, Thor let him borrow Mjolnir to like get his world back or something. Yeah, to like save his people. Yeah, he had to like save his people. And I'm I'm a little foggy on like the exact details because it's been a while since I've read the story. But he had to save his people. Odin forged instead of him having Mjolnir, he forged him his own weapon, which they call Stormbreaker, and they obviously use that name in in the movies. And it was kind of similar in design. Uh, it was one side of it was a hammerhead, and the other one was like an axe. It wasn't as big as the one in the movie, but it kind of had a similar design to it, and it was gold, which was super cool. But yeah, it was basically just like two Thors. Um, Stormbreaker in some ways is actually stronger than Mjolnir. Like it could do a few more things than Mjolnir can do. Uh, so it's a it's a super super powerful weapon, and Beta Ray Bill was just a strong character. But I think the movie, I think an origin story for him would be really cool to see, like what he had to go through, what his people went through, like. What made him want to get so strong? Just the just the buildup, like not necessarily seeing everything I just talked about of him, like fighting Thor and getting the hammer and all that stuff. I'd enjoy that. I would enjoy that too. But I want to see, like, I would want a good chunk of it to be us seeing why exactly he's worthy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not just kicking it off with here's this horse faced alien who has the power of Thor. And we're going to see him go fight some people with Thor. Like, I want to see what led to this. Like, what makes him worthy of having the power of Thor? I think that could be a Do you think cool seeing movie. him pick up Thor's hammer, like, it would have to be a prequel. But do you think it would not be as cool now that we've seen Captain America pick it up? I don't think it wouldn't be as cool. I think it would still be cool because... Maybe him seeing him actually pick up Mjolnir might not be as cool. It might be a bit watered down because even Captain America wasn't even the first person we saw do it. We saw Vision do it in right. Avengers 2, right? Which was an epic moment. I remember that moment in the theater. I was like, holy, I literally was like, holy shit. Like I yelled it out in the theater. It was crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was a big moment. So, and that's why I was saying, like, I don't, I think that that wow factor of seeing somebody pick up his hammer is, is kind of gone at this point. Yeah. I think what would be more interesting was seeing him bestow the power of Thor. Because while Captain America picked up the hammer and he wielded the lightning and, and all that kind of stuff, Beta Ray Bill, like, completely was completely enveloped in the the power of Thor. Like he he had a Thor like costume now, you know, like all of that stuff. Like he was basically just like Thor. So it's 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 a little different. Fair enough. So and that's why I was saying like I feel like a, a good chunk of the movie it we would want it to be why he's worthy. Like not just that he is, but like what he had to go through, like why he is where he is and the sacrifices he's made and stuff like that to see like him really like why he's really considered a hero. So I think that'd be cool. Cool. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Next on my list, I went. So, all right. So I started with Santana, but then I changed okay. it. 
Why? Because if we're going to do a Mystic Arts DC movie, it's got to be Dr. Fate. Fair enough. So, Dr. Fate. I was just putting both in the same movie. Honestly, I was thinking that. Maybe maybe this is two characters. It would be Zantana and Dr. Fate. Um, That's what I'm going to go with. Uh, Zantana, we actually talked about in a previous episode. What episode was that? I gave about, I talked about her background. Top 10 female comic book characters. Right. So she's actually like part of an ancient like beans. And like basically she gets all of her powers from like saying the words of what she wants backwards. Right. Dr. Frey on the other hand, um, he is essentially a god right like he is the the lord of order right and all of his power comes from like the helmet so basically people that wear his helmet get taken over by what his name is nabu and then become the new dr fate yeah he's like an ancient kind of god or spirit yeah yeah uh i think he's like super super overpowered i think it would be a very entertaining movie to see all the things he kind of do he can do i mean it might have a little bit of a doctor strange feeling to it but not at the same time because it's not like we're gonna see him have to like learn these things it's just like this dude putting it on and then he has like all these insane powers yeah um i mean to a point you could almost go like justice league dark kind of storyline right like you could throw in constantine in there and like a whole bunch of mystic people. And it's something that we haven't really seen in movie form, right? True. Like we've seen Constantine in the CW shows, but we haven't like really dived into like all the crazy mystic powers and stuff. I just think it would be a very entertaining movie to watch. Yeah, I can see that. And I don't really, I don't really, there's like several people that have donned the mantle of Dr. Fate. I don't really have a preference between which one. Well, see, that's why when you mentioned Zatanna and then you mentioned dr fate i thought it could be the incarnation of him whereas doc it's uh santana yeah it's zantana's yeah zantana's father so zantana's father is zatana yeah it's like slightly so you you kind of have that dynamic of like yeah that would add a little extra to the movie because it's like it's 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 her dad but nabu is taking over his body so her dad's consciousness is suppressed within the helmet so like she could you know go to see him and she's not really talking to her dad she's talking to nabu or whatever you know what i mean like yeah she's kind of struggling with that make it happen dc i think it'd be a good choice did you see the trailer for uh justice league apocalypse i did yeah seems pretty interesting we should have talked about that in the news section I that's what we were forgetting about just thought about it and they were like throwing every character in that shit too. Yeah, it's, it seems like it's gonna be pretty wild. Rated R, craziness. Yeah, dude, if they made their fucking, if they made their live action movies as good as their their animated movies, they'd be in business. I mean, not not to like have us fully go off topic, but just like real quick, I was watching this video like talking about the trailer and basically how they like almost seem like, because you know the Justice League live action movie we got that was like not great. Right. was supposed to be one of three in a trilogy. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're taking a lot of like the things that we're going to do in that trilogy and putting in this animated movie. I mean, I, I guess that's a smart move. It's like, I, that's, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. What else, I mean, because there's nothing else they're going to do at this point. Like, I think we're done. With, I think they're done with Justice League movies. We're getting one another Wonder done. Woman. Yeah, I, th- I really think they're just playing it by ear at this point. You know what I mean? Like, we're getting another Wonder Woman movie. But we're only getting that one because the first one did so well. So if this one does shit, then I don't think I don't necessarily think we're gonna get another one. I think that's why we'll ultimately we'll probably get another Aquaman movie because the first one did well. Yeah, and I think they must be really scratching their heads too because they're like, man, that Joker movie did great though. Yeah. Now I don't know what to do. Well, I think they confirmed the sequel for that, but I don't know what the fuck it's gonna be. Yeah. I just know that they they came out and said that we'll never see really see Batman in it. it sounds like we might see like Bruce Wayne still. Look, I, there'll never be this version of the Joker in yeah, Batman. As you know, I was skeptical about the Joker movie, the first one, especially because it wasn't gonna have Batman. I can tell you right now, though, I'm not gonna enjoy a second one without Batman. Oh well, that movie was a masterpiece. Oh, stop it. Best I'm, movie of the year. I'm not going to enjoy a second one without Batman. It's just, why? What are we doing? You just got to not think of it 
as a superhero movie because it's not. Stop. Whatever. Anyway, we're moving on. (laughs) All right. So I did Beta Ray Bill. Totally awesome Hulk. Another team movie. So we've had Avengers. We've had a few Avengers movies. I think it's time we do a Young Avengers movies. You've said this before. I have said this before, and I still stand by it. Uh, Anybody who wants to know about the Young Avengers, they have two pretty big, um, not pretty big, they're like two, I want to say like 12-issue runs, comic book runs in Marvel. Uh, Pretty good. They're from like 2000, between like 2008 and 2010, I want to say. Maybe a little earlier than that. Um, but they, they're good runs, man. They're good runs, but we get, you got Aqua, uh, Aqua Lad, <laughs> you got Iron Lad, uh, you got Wiccan, you got the twins, Wiccan and Speed, you got Hulkling, which the twins are, uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch's, Scarlet Witch's kids, kids, or so they believe, um, you get Hulkling, you get, which was uh, in the trailer. Did you know that? What? You see the twins like carriage in the trailer for the Scarlet Witch Vision show. Did you? Yeah, I didn't notice that. I saw it on a breakdown. I didn't notice it either. Nice, look at that. That's cool. That's Just cool. jumping all over the place in this episode, it's but cool I had to mention shit. it. It's cool as shit. Uh, you get uh, uh, younger Hawkeye. Dude, was she going by Hawkeye? I think she was. Yeah, I think she was going by Hawkeye in the Young Avengers. Um, who else is in there? Stature, which is Ant Man's daughter. Yeah, man, but it's it's a good team, dude. It's just you know, oh, and Patriot. How could I forget Patriot? But yeah, man, it's just a young team. It's kind of like it has a young justice kind of vibe, where you have all these like teenage heroes who all kind of have a bit of a hang up. Whether it be they've always lived in their like, you know, main hero's shadow or they have some kind of history with the hero that they want to like be most like or they took on the mantle, not the mantle, but they, they took on a similar characteristic of of a hero because they don't like that hero. Like you got Iron, you got Patriot who who doesn't really like Captain America because his like grandfather, great grandfather, was one of the first people to successfully have the super soldier serum, and he was actually the first Captain America. But since he was black during a top during that time period, he's looked over in history, and he's not known like Steve Rogers is. So you know he has his story, and then. You got the twins who's not who aren't 100% sure if Scarlet Witch is actually their mother or if you know she if she actually gave birth to them or if she just created them with her mind with her reality altering powers like they don't know for sure what's going Same on. Difference. Yeah, right. Uh yeah, man, it's it's, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. It's a good storyline and they go through a lot. And I I think it'll make for a really good movie and it doesn't it doesn't have to have that same kind of buildup that the Avengers movie have. We don't need a solo film for each character. You could just do like a trilogy of films starting off with just them kind of coming together and then them really as a team. And then the story of Iron Lad leading into another character, which I'm going to talk about after you give yours. I like this. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. Did you watch the uh, Young Avengers? I think it's called that animated movie. Yeah, it's completely different. Though. The Avengers of Tomorrow, I think it's called. I or think Next so, Avengers, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's completely different. It's like, yeah, you talking about where like all the Avengers have been killed by Ultron, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like and Hulk is the only one that was alive. Or? Yeah, Hulk and Iron Man. Oh, and, right, yeah, right. were the only one, and Iron Man was the one like looking after all the kids and stuff, and like Thor has a daughter and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black Panther has a son, all that kind of stuff, yeah. It's, I don't know, that movie's okay. I feel like I need to rewatch it. I don't remember it that well. Hmm. Next on my list, I went to Blue Beetle. 
Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah. So, uh, Jaime Reyes, born in Texas. Um, there's a, I mean, there's three versions of Blue Beetle, but I'm going with the Jaime one. So basically, the Reach, which is an alien race, uh, send all these scarabs. Um, and in the New 52 story, basically, Jaime's friend finds the scarab first. And it, like, rejects him and then attaches itself to Jaime. And then he's got, like, basically, like, this alien device is, like, fused into his back. And it gives him, like, this armor with special powers. Yeah. I think it'll be an entertaining movie. Again, another kind of diverse character. True. Um, But he's got the whole, like, powers and technology of like this alien race that makes him like pretty strong like a pretty good fighter and like also almost like that jarvis feel like he can ask it questions and be like analyzing oh it's this or or try this and try that and yeah i think it's just movies like that i always kind of enjoyed so. it's kind of like it it's a weird comparison to draw but it's actually it would actually kind of have the vibe of the venom movie how right. like this symbiote attached to him and it was like doing stuff on its own, like defending him and fighting off people and like talking to him and he couldn't control it. It's that same kind of vibe, except now it'd be an armored suit. Yeah. A technology and armor versus like an organic. Well, it is kind of, it's still, still kind of organic, but, uh, and it's on a teenager this time instead of like a grown adult. Right. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty solid. I think that'd be yeah. pretty solid. All right, so going back to what I was talking about. So I think the Young Avengers movie could then lead into a uh, Iron Lad slash Kang the Conqueror movie because Iron Lad actually grows up to become Kang the Conqueror. It's a confusing thing because it's time travel, and time travel is always confusing, but they've already introduced time travel into the MCU, so I think it's the perfect time. And I mentioned this before when we did our episode of who could be the next big villain in the MCU after Thanos. I still think Kang the Conqueror would be a great choice. Me too. I think they should do Kang the Conqueror. I think you I could like even give him. Go that route. Yeah, I think you could even give him his own kind of solo movie. Like it could be a, an Iron Lad slash Kang the Conqueror movie where you kind of see. Because the whole thing is Kang the Conqueror came back to save Iron Lad from like being bullied or something like that. And he shows him who he grows up to become. And then Iron Lad decides he doesn't want to be that person. So then he goes back to like present day because he was in the future. He goes back to like a present day Avengers, young Avengers, to join that team to try to stop himself from becoming Kang the Conqueror while this Kang the Conqueror is basically coming back to try to make sure he becomes that version. So it's just all types of <laughs> all types of craziness going on. It's like one on. of those things that makes sense as long as you don't think about it too exactly. much. Exactly. But yeah, man, I think it could be I think if they did it right, it could be a really solid story. And like I said, just that kind of standalone movie could be good and we could see almost like they could almost pitch, uh, do a movie of like the duality of like, here's the path of him not becoming fucking Kang the Conqueror, and here's the path of him becoming Kang the Conqueror, you know, and then they can introduce Kang the Conqueror as the new big villain, and I think that could be. Iron Lad really is cool. his kid again? I don't think he's anybody's kid. Is that anybody's no. kid? No. Okay. All right. Not all of them are, like, Hulkling is an alien. He's a. A kid who looks like the Hulk, but he's, I think he's a scroll. He can shapeshift. And then um, the rest of them are like people's kids, pretty much. Patriot is not anybody's kid either. Right. Yeah. Well, he's the great gang kid of the original. That's true. That's Captain true. Captain America. Yep. All right, last on my list. This is by far the one I would want to see the most. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Batman Beyond movie. <laughs> yeah. I would love a Batman Beyond movie. I'd be so pumped for that. Oh, especially, man. man, if they did it right. 
So you want Terry McGinnis, right? I want Terry McGinnis. I want a futuristic Gotham. I want him to go. I want an old Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So for yeah. the people that don't know, the Batman Beyond storyline is basically Terry McGinnis. Um, you don't know this right away, but he is basically a clone of Bruce Wayne. So what happened is through Cadmus technology, um, I want to say Maria Hill, but that's not her name, is it? Maria no, Hill that's is Marvel. Shield. You're thinking of... Help me out, Eric, because I'm blanking. Oh, man. What is her name? It's like a picture perfectly. I swear, not Maria Hill. It's... Uh, I don't know. Keep talking. Let me think of it. Cadmus. Uh, it's... I got to look it up. I'm just looking it up. It's not... Mm, what is her name? Amanda Waller. Amanda Bam! Waller. Thank you. Amanda Waller basically takes some of the DNA that she collected from Bruce Wayne and ejects it into Terry McGinnis's mom. By the way, that episode of Justice League Unlimited, great episode. One of my faves. Ah, so awesome. What's even more messed up is Maria, sorry, Amanda Waller. (laughs) Come on, man. Amanda Waller then wanted the tragedy to also occur for Terry McGinnis. She believed that just giving Terry McGinnis Bruce's DNA wasn't enough in order for him to become a real hero. He needed the tragedy that Bruce also went through. Yeah. Craziness. Good episode. Yeah. So she hired the Phantom from Batman and the Phantasm Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to then go kill his parents. She couldn't do it. Felt like it was wrong. Fast forward to like Terry McGinnis being like a teenager. Um, his dad gets murdered, which is enough to set him over to go and become the new Batman. He goes, he like happens to run into Bruce Wayne, finds the Batcave, decides to take matters in his own hands, takes the Batman suit, goes and tries to like kind of avenge his dad. Great story. You get to see what happens to Bruce Wayne in the future. Like, yeah. he becomes too old to become Batman. He starts having health issues, so he needs to retire. Yep. He struggled in a fight so much, he had to pick up a gun. He had to pick up a gun, Something man. He told himself he break he'd his never role. do. Yeah. He didn't shoot it, but he picked it up, and it crushed him. Yep. Crushed his soul. So he had to retire. He knew it was that. He knew it was time. He couldn't do it. That's a good choice, man. You, you went. Familiar, but yet different. I respect I you did. for it. Yeah, good job finding <laughs> a loophole because we got a shit ton of Batman stuff. Yeah, but we don't have Batman Beyond, and he's not nope. Bruce Wayne. He's Terry McGinnis. So all right, man, I'll give you that one. I couldn't do Dick Grayson. I couldn't do Jason Todd. I couldn't do Barbara Garden. You could have. Could have done Damian. Wayne. I was about to say you could have done Damian Wayne. Or uh, I could have done uh, Tim Drake. True. You also could. Um. Was Tim Drake in one of the Batman and Robin movies? No. You sure? That wasn't Tim Drake? I thought it was Tim Drake. No, the Batman and Robin, like the old ones? Yeah. No, it's Dick Grayson. Is it? It's Dick Grayson in both of them. Oh, okay. I believe you. I just thought maybe that one was Tim Drake. Okay. Tim Drake is in the animated series and Jason Todd's not. Right. But Jason Todd is in Titans. Gotcha. Dick Grayson's in Titans. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Last one. Um, again, this is in no particular order, but uh, the last one I got on the list is Neymar the Submariner. So f- for those of you who don't know who Neymar is, fun fact, he is the second Marvel character ever created uh, in Marvel Comics. Number one was the Human Torch, which throws a lot of people off. It's super weird. But the yeah. Human Torch was the very first Marvel Comics character. But not Johnny Not Storm. Johnny Storm, though. It was an android who was called the Human Torch. Second on the list was Neymar the Submariner. Uh, Neymar is basically Marvel's version of Aquaman. We actually talked about this when we did a Who Came First episode. Right. Who Came First? I'm pretty sure it was Neymar. That's what I thought. Yeah. So... That Who Game First episode was like, that was season one of this show. That was a long time ago. So it's not even fair for me to say that Neymar is Marvel's Aquaman 
it's more accurately Aquaman is DC's Neymar. No, no, you said it right the first time. No, whatever. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so similar setup. He's half human, half Atlantean. Uh, yes, there is an Atlantis in the Marvel. He's universe all Atlantean, well. I thought. No, he's he's half human, half Atlantean. His dad's human. His mom's Atlantean. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But he becomes the king of Atlantis. So in that sense, like I said, he is similar to Aquaman. The difference is that while Aquaman struggles in some in a lot of stories, he struggles with like becoming king and being accepted being half human and all this other stuff. And, you know, he, he, he reluctantly becomes a King. Neymar is not like that. He's straight up. He's like Aquaman, but way more of a dick. Like he's just, he does not care. Like he will murder anyone who, who tries to harm his kingdom. He does not care. He does not care. Um, he helped, Captain America fight the Nazis in World War Two. That's World War Two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think it could make an inch for an interesting movie. I mean, we've seen an Aquaman movie. We saw, like I said, we saw kind of like a younger Aquaman who's like trying to discover himself and like accepting his responsibility to be king. I think it'd be cool to see a Neymar movie where we're kind of past all that. We see a well-established king. We see somebody who's willing to do whatever it takes to protect his home. And if that includes killing, then, then that's what it, what it, what it is. You know, someone who, who's, who doesn't care about holding back when it comes to protecting his home. I think that'd be cool. The other thing, and I've mentioned this before too, I think it'd be really cool. And this is, this one kind of doesn't count. But I think it'd be really cool to see a fucking Illuminati movie, a Marvel Illuminati movie, which is Neymar the Submariner, Black Panther, Professor X, Mr. Fantastic, and Iron Man. And they're kind of like this team that like is behind the scenes of like these major events and um, making decisions and stuff. Like, I think that'd be super, super fucking cool. Yeah. And they need Neymar to do that, so. I mean, at this point, they would need a new Professor X and a new Reed Richards. True. Hopefully, we'll be getting a new Reed Richards soon. I wanted to put Fantastic Four on the list, but I was like, we already had a Fantastic Four. Got a couple. Boy, do I want a good Fantastic Four movie. (laughs) My gosh. And then an honorable mention, I had Squirrel Girl. Not the biggest Squirrel Girl fan myself, but I know there's a lot of people who love Squirrel Girl and would love to see a Squirrel Girl movie. I mean, as long as we're doing honorable mentions, I did originally have Tim Drake on my list, but I also had Static Shock. Oh, man. A Static Shock movie would be go cool. Static Shock movie would be pretty cool. Yeah, nice. I could see a Static Shock movie. All right, cool. Movies we like to see. Let us know what you like to see, guys. Yeah. All right. You, wanna... you can do that by reaching us on Close Calls Pod. You can do it on Gmail. Yep. You can do it on Instagram. Uh-huh. You can do it on Facebook. You can you do it on it. Twitter. Better believe it. Yeah. Send us an email. Uh, DM us. Uh, uh, Facebook Messenger us. Uh, tweet at us. Let us know. What movies would you like to see? The Man, this, this list was a bit tougher than I thought because... This market, I guess, for for movies like this day and age, we've seen we've seen a lot TV or movie a lot. Seen a lot, and they keep they keep expanding, and they're going more and more obscure. Like this Eternal movies, Eternals movie this year. I don't know what the fuck this is gonna be, but yeah, it's coming. Like we got it. So. Yeah, but let us know if there's any characters that you would like to see have their own movie or even a TV series because some characters do work better as a TV series than they do a movie. Uh, Let us know on any of those avenues that we just talked about. And uh, yeah, man, stay safe, stay healthy. Make sure you take all your vitamins. Those are important. Uh, Social distancing. Three feet, no pressure. 
And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.